Some things in life are bad. They can make you really mad. Other things just make you swear and curse. When you're chewing on life's gristle, don't grumble, give a whistle. And this will help things turn out for the best. And always look on the bright side of life. Always. Oi, boys, come on. This is supposed to be a podcast that we're doing. We're not all doom and gloom like me. Oh, come I, on. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Daz. I am so sorry. You might not want to care. You know, there might be more to life. However, let's be clear. How devoid of emotion are we all after watching that today? There are some players who will never play for the O's again. And yes, I get it. Life goes on. It's career and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, but that was awful. Welcome to this evening's and this season's last edition of the Lowdown Nearly Live post-match podcast in association with our friends Wine and Something, the leading importers of wines from some of the finest vineyards across the world. Go to wineandsomething.com and grab yourself a bottle. As an introductory offer, you can get 10% off using the code WELCOME10 online. I'm Adam Parks and with me today is the Lord Darren Reisman, Michael Radbourne, Jordan Errett and Ronnie the Pied Piper Piper. I'll start with you, Daz. In sales, apparently, there are three Ps, um, planning, preparation, and presentation. One thing I'd like to state that, you know, if you talk about those three things, then Leighton Orient do that very, very well. Um, but from a business point of view only, I'd like to add a P, uh, passion. How can we be enthused by any squad without passion? I'm going to add three more Ps. The P's that I'm going to add are going to be piss poor performance. Because what I saw today and what the people I saw today representing those shirts was absolutely disgraceful. Now, I'm going to put it on record and say thank you to the team that got us promoted. I'm going to say thank you that represented our club with pride and passion at times in the last couple of years. But now it's time for a clear out. And I've got to say wholeheartedly, it can't come soon enough because there are some players that we've witnessed in the last few games that have given not an iota ounce of anything for our club shirt. We are still here when players come and go. We as fans deserve better. And what we've been served in the last three months or so has been absolute, utter rubbish. Yeah, on that note, um, Daz, uh, three minutes ago, we've got an update from the Leighton Orient website. So I'm going to um, say this. Uh, I'm going to read every single word because I haven't read it yet. Uh, this is from LeightonOrient.com. The title is Club Statement First Team Manager. And it reads... With the season completed, Leighton Orient can confirm that it is undertaking a process to source a new first team manager to lead the club into the 2021-22 season. The club would like to place on record its sincere thanks to Joe McEnough for carrying out the role of an interim capacity over the last 16 games of the season and acknowledge his hard work and dedication during that period. The club's search for a replacement will focus on candidates with experience in management at both League 2 and League 1 level, as we undertake a programme of rebuilding the squad with the ambition of achieving promotion next season. Chairman Nigel Travis commented, now, 
that the season has come to an end. This is the right time to announce the direction we will be looking to take. So after much thought and careful consideration, we informed Joby this week that we will be looking to move forward on a different path for next season. Joby achieved some excellent results as our manager, and we are sure he will prove successful in his future career, whether that be in management or any other area he decides to go into next. He is a magnificent football professional. He's been a superb player, coach, and for a short period of time, manager for us, and the club owes him a huge debt of gratitude for everything he has achieved with us over the past four years. But the board and senior management feel that the time is right for a change for us to lead, for a, sorry, for a change of course to lead us in the future. We haven't achieved what we'd wanted this season, and we feel that in order to take us to the next level, we need to start again in a number of areas. Martin Ling has had contact with a number of potential candidates already, and we are aiming to move forward swiftly over the coming weeks as we have the recruitment of players underway. And so it will be a busy summer. I choked a little bit during that because um, whilst I would probably agree with what the club has done, I just find that a very similar situation Um to what happened to Ross after the Bradford game. So, Daz, what's your thoughts? My immediate thoughts, and I'm going to say thank you to Joby McEnough, because what we didn't want to see as Orient fans was that Joby was basically just cast aside, that Joby, you know, he, he, he took on more than he could chew and effectively, you know, he's a club legend. When he played for us previously, when he's come back, uh, and what he's done, and he, yes, okay, he stepped in and uh, took Ross's role, um, or whatever way you want to phrase that. I may have phrased it wrongly, um, but at the end of the day, I wouldn't have liked to have seen him being sacked. I think it's a a sixteen game punt. The as Martin said at the very beginning was a punt, and I think that the punt has failed because we didn't meet our targets. So, from me, Joby, thank you. I think the right decision has been made personally because I think we need, like we've said it previously, fresh blood. We need people that we've got to, I think the time has come. This is going to come out wrong because it, you know, this nearly live after five is quite emotional. It's quite raw. So apologies if it comes out wrong, but it's going to be two years since a very, very sad passing of Justin. We've kind of held on to the sympathetic view of let's not upset anyone because of what's actually happened. Justin will be here for, in our memories for life for what he's done. His favourite phrase here for the memories will be with every Orient fan till we unfortunately pass away in later years when it may come. But the time is right. We've got to have a clear out top to bottom. We cannot have any hangers on. We can't have you know, I, the bit that got me on that statement was Martin is already looking, has already looked at other, um, you know, other other potential managers. That might be his role as di director of football, but I'm going to say now, how many? The only person he's got right was Justin Edinburgh. He failed, if you want to call it failure, with Ross. He failed with Joby. He failed with Steve um, Davis. He failed with. Um, Fletcher, who came in for 28 days. Four out of five, that's rubbish. Ling is also one of the ones that should be walking. I mean, one of the things is that 20% success rate is probably as much as some of the managers we've had. Jordan, um, just going to you, buddy. Um, how do you feel about the news that's come out? Yeah, I, I second uh, Darren's thanks to Joby and 
for stepping in at such a difficult time. Obviously, we needed to we need to get a few points and for taking on the responsibility to have a go at that punt. Um, but I think it was inevitable because Joby's Joby's always got other career plans. He's got the media side where he does the quest and even been on Sky a few times. So Joby Joby would be looking at that as well. He or he might want to go into management somewhere else. Um, but I, I think it it was it was inevitable and in that I think Travis and Teague realized and Ling realizes now that we need to go to for experience rather than this Eddie Howe-esque form of way of doing things. So Ronnie, um I mean, uh, we, we walked into this one today knowing it was a dead rubber, let, let's be fair. Um, but, I mean, what, what are your thoughts about what's going on? Because surely this could have been done a few games ago. Oh, no, yeah, there's no doubt about that. We've had conversations in the podcast and group chats for a very while, like a long while now about is it right to approach someone with no experience to put them in charge? But I think it's clear and evident on the performances the last few weeks that the players knew if they were staying and going. And I think today with Joey McEnough not starting and not on the bench, he knew what was happening. And it's quite a sombre way to finish like a career in a way for Joby that he's not going out with the swan song he would have wanted. And it's a bit of a disappointment in a way because the performances haven't been good enough. And obviously he's lost his last quite few, like lost his few games as well. But he's been a brilliant servant for the club, like Darren and Jordan have already said. And it's just a shame in a way that Obviously, they have to look for a replacement. But is it right to tell him before the end of like before the end of the season that he's not in charge there? And you could tell today there was a gap between him and Sender. And would it have been right to maybe give him an extra few days with the boys on the training ground? But or in taking the approach, we welcome anything for next season. But like everyone else echoed, we'd love to thank Joe for what he's done for the club, and we look forward to next season. But we just hope that the recruitment is right. So, Mike, I'll bring you in uh, on this uh, now. Um, you know, it's, it's a tough one because the club seems to spring it on us when we plan our podcast as much as we can. Uh, who, who, do you, um, who would you expect to be coming in? Would you expect to be a newbie or, or like they say, an experienced manager? Uh, it needs to be an experienced manager, I'm afraid. Um if we want to go in that right direction, uh, it's got to be someone that has had league experience and potential possibly promotions on their CV. But I must add, they've got to bring in their own people. Um, And there's no no disrespect to the people that have been in the club at the moment. It's just not working for me. So... Um, if whoever comes in must be allowed to bring in their complete backroom staff. So let, let's just briefly talk about today's game because I don't think there's much we want to say about it, really. Well well done on Lawrence Figueroa for saving the penalty. Um, I think well done for Dan Happy, apparently giving away the 10th penalty that he's given away this season. Um, Darren Drysdale, yes, he's still a scary referee. I mean, like, what else do we say about today's game? It was absolutely abhorrent. To be honest with you, um, like you just said, there isn't. I mean, we got to, wasn't it, 62 minutes? And we, we looked up at each other and went, 
why are we only at 62 minutes? I thought we was like five minutes to go, 10 minutes to go. It was, it just dragged. It, it, there was, it was a, a proper end of season game, wasn't it? It was, it was bad. And, you know, we're going out on the podcast in kind of a, a, a whimper, a froof of elf. Um, we're going out that way, but we're doing what the team did, aren't we? Um, I don't know. It, it's quite a somber, and, you know, Ad, I'm, I'm in the same bit, um, room as you at the moment. It, it's, it's quite an emotional thing because of what's happened with Joby and Worcester Club, but it's also a sad day. Do you not feel that? Can you not feel that? I, I can feel a kind of sadness. You look at quick breeze or browse at Twitter. Everything just seems to be on a real, real down. We need a massive pick-me-up. But, you know, this is the last game of the season. we now got to wait until either a new manager's announced as the pick-me-up. And, God, can you imagine what the, 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 the fuss is going to be like? Everyone's going to have their own opinion. And if it's not the right choice, it's going to be another meltdown. And, you know what, we could be in... Orient could be, social media-wise the hatred and the venom that could come out again could have put us, you know, we've got three months of this, four months until the pre-season starts when we're actually all back together having a beer again or having a drink somewhere with everyone at a pre-season friendly. I don't care if it's, like we said with John Mackey on Thursday, if it's at uh, Walthamstow away, I'll be there because I think we all need a pick-me-up because right now we're, we're finishing the season on a, on, it's on a very, very low. I don't. I honestly don't think there's anything that you've said that is incorrect, or you know. And again, we we watched the game socially distanced today. Um, we took um, a great deal of pride and time putting up all our flags and our, our you know our flags from Wembley and Cardiff and our shirts and our Justin. Uh, he made you dream again. Kind of, you know, end of the day, right. Just in Edinburgh, and that time in the club has ended. He will never leave. Um, he will never leave me. I know. I know full well that it will never leave me. Um, but this is now a new start. So the club have said they're going to bring someone new in. They're going to bring someone who's experienced, and um, I do hope that it is someone who's experienced with their own ideas. And I hope the club buy into their own ideas. I think one of the biggest problems I've got with what's been going on in the last couple of years is obviously they're coming into work with what the club are giving them. And I kind of have to you know, concur with what Michael said, which is they need to bring in their own team. Now, where do we think um, the club are going to go with this, Daz? Where are we going to go? Well, you know, in the statement that you just read, they said that they're going to go for experience. So that's going to narrow it down. You know, sorry, narrow it. Someone with pedigree experience and knows how to get out of the league. So that's going to narrow it down a few, you know, to a few. Um, there was some, someone put on Twitter that we were looking at the Notts County manager, um, Neil Ardley or something like that, I think it was. Um, I mean, again, you know, I, I mentioned just a minute ago that, you know, you could end up with a Twitter meltdown. Does, if I said Neil Ardley to you now, what's your gut reaction? My gut reaction is why haven't we got Richie Wellens? And, and that's where I was coming to. So you've got to be looking at Richie Wellens. You've got to be looking at potentially Kenny Jacket if he'll come down to this league. Um, you know, you've got to be looking at people with proven pedigree 
the and as Michael and you have both said, that are able to bring in their own backroom staff and say, let's get the broom out and let's just start at the you know start again. Sorry to the backroom staff that are there right now, but I don't know whether the you know our, our listeners witnessed it the same as we did. We were laughing and joking, saying that Wilkinson and Dan Hack were closer together on the pitch than Sender was uh, as, as you know, to McEnough. McEnough was on the right-hand side, Sender was on the left-hand side, and there was massive gaps in the middle. Well, so it resembled what was on the pitch. Yeah, you, you've got to start to question about the rifts and divides that maybe not are not there in a classical sense, but, you know, um, it's quite sad, isn't it? I mean, you know, we, we can't really keep talking about um, what could have been, what, what this and the other, but, oh dear, what, what is going on with our club, Mike? Oh, we don't know what's going on, obviously, what's happening in the back room, but I just want to put out there, I feel sad, but we're all yellow at the end of the day. But on a positive note, that Donna Kebab I heard earlier during that game was amazing. It was the best Donna Kebab I've had watching Leighton Orient. That was just shows how piss poor that game was today. On that, I think we have to have a shout-out to Oysters Fish Bar in Braintree. I think that was... Um... That was an excellent sausage and batter and saveloy and chips I had as well. So, um, you know, it, it, it is what it is. Okay, right, let's let's move this on because this is going to be a short and sweet one uh, tonight because we, we can't really talk about a game because we, were, we weren't really invested in it. I, I suppose a bit like the players wasn't. Um, Daz, um, who would be your choice? I know we talked about it, but who would actually be your choice if you had one person to pick? Put on the spot right now has to be Wellens. I, I think that's, you know, if we go around the table, I, I mean, again, I've done, we'll bring Jordan back in and, and Ronnie. Um, so we'll, we'll start with Jordan. For me, it's Wellens. I think you've just exactly said the same, Adam. Um, Jordan? Yeah, I'd agree with Wellens. The way Swindon picked us apart last year and then end up getting promoted, we've got to look. We've got to look at Wellens for that. Um you guys know better than me about managers and all that, but from what I've seen, I'm, I'll agree with uh, Willens. No, yeah, I can't disagree with anything that's been said. That what we've seen with Swindon and what we see at Salford before, obviously winning their cup, is Richie Wellens knows how to get a team playing. And it's always about the manager, how he gets people maybe subpar to play, but Richie Wellens would be a brilliant acquisition for Leighton Orient and can only go forward from there, I'd say. Mike? Yeah, I totally agree. Richie Wellens for me. Um, but if he doesn't want to come, there's another big name out there in Kenny Jacket. I would take either one of them to tomorrow. Um, they've both got league experience. So, um, and it's putting back on everything that everyone else has said, the way that Richie Wellens set his Swindon side up, they picked us apart with no fear. And look what they did. They went on and won the game. And they, and they won the league. 